welcome back to the Beyond Macros podcast, a show that teaches you about nutrition, coaching, and the all-important art of inner work. Hey coach, it's Matt from the VIP Nutrition Coach Show, a show where we teach nutrition coaches, health coaches, and registered dietitians like you how to build a VIP client experience so you can earn a full-time income by building a coaching business working with clients you love. Both my co-hosts, Kate and I, went from side hustle struggle to seven-figure online health coaches by providing our clients with a VIP experience. And every week, we bring you an episode to show you how to do the same. And today, we talk about the gorilla in the room that holds 99% of coaches back from ever growing their business to the point where it can support them and their families financially. And that is the poison of imposter syndrome and the fear of pricing your services appropriately as a result. Because let's face it, if you allow that devil on your shoulder to scare you away from showing up publicly and being seen by your clients, and it talks you out of charging enough to earn a full-time income working with 10 to 20 clients, you're gonna feel like your business is going nowhere. Because without action and the right offer economics, your coaching business will actually go nowhere. So today, Kate and I give you the antidote to the imposter syndrome poison. If you feel like you need some more confidence in your abilities to deliver value and enroll clients, give this episode a listen. And this episode is a snippet from one of the weekly live trainings we do in the Online Nutrition Coach Community Facebook group. So if you'd love to get access to over 50 trainings just like this one, plus resources and support to start earning a full-time income while working part-time hours as an online coach, you can head directly to the Online Nutrition Coach Community Facebook group or go to beyondmacros.com community to get access. Plus, I'll send you our most popular live class, which will show you how to go from side hustle to full-time coach in less than six months. All right, that's enough from me. Now for the episode. It's amazing work that you are doing and that you're going to be able to do, but you just need to get out of your own way and allow yourself to enroll clients. And that's why one of the things that we see as an absolute plague for coaches is this imposter syndrome. And we were going over, you know, the logical justification for why you should be charging premium. But then I'm sure many of you were thinking, oh, but, you know, what if I'm not providing a VIP experience? Or what if my clients don't get results? Or what if I can't do it? Or should I, maybe I need to get another certification in case somebody asks me a question I don't know the answer to, you know? I'm not saying this to make fun of you. I'm saying this because I've been there. That's been my own inner talk in the past. And that's something that I've had to get through in order to achieve the level of success that I was able to achieve. And so, Kate, we we talk to coaches all the time when we're dealing with imposter syndrome. I'm curious for you, you know, what do you see as being some of the causes of imposter syndrome? And what are some of the things that you find really help to start making yourself more immune to that inner talk that leads to the imposter syndrome? Sometimes the inner talk is formed from what they're hearing on the outside. They're Mm. hanging out on forums or things like that. And people are saying, oh, why would you hire a nutrition coach? You can just find everything you want online, on the Google, on YouTube. Okay. If it were that easy, everyone would, there would be no obesity epidemic, but okay. Um, But some of it's coming from there. Sometimes it's coming from people in the home that just don't really share the same big vision or don't think it's possible. Think that it's too much money or they've been told for a while that, you know, what they're doing doesn't matter and that it's dumb or, you know, just they're not surrounding themselves with, um, with supportive people. 
And so they feel that they have to chase more certifications. And like, Matt, you've been there. I've been there. Um, well, if I just get this one, then I can start. If, if I just learn this thing, then I'll have all of the answers. You never will. Every Matt and I, like we said, we've worked with hundreds, thousands of clients at this point in our lives. Every single one of them has been different in some way. And every single one of them has taught us something because every single human is biologically individual. It is literally impossible for you to know, have all of the answers for everyone's health journeys. Some of our coaches are terrified that if they get asked a question that they don't know the answer to, that they have to tell the client, I don't know. But like, as we learn, as you guys learned from our discussion with courts, what she says and what we've, we've said is that is a great question. Before I give you an answer, I just want to consult with some of my experts and do a little bit more research for you so that I can make sure I'm giving you the expert guidance. That's all you have to say. And then go ask, go ask the communities that you're a part of, make sure that they are the supportive ones like here in the online nutrition coach community. But yeah, I mean, like it's totally fine if you don't have the answers, but this is where that imposter syndrome comes up a lot for our coaches. Like the, you know, the other people on the web, like, why would I pay for that? People in their lives are not super supportive, feeling like they have to know the answers to everything. And so instead of ever starting, they're at that analysis paralysis, right? Like I want to put up this post and I'm going to spend all the time writing it, but I can't click post. So I'm just going to delete the whole thing and not say anything at all. Or, Mm. Ooh, what if this, what if I say this and it rubs somebody the wrong way or they don't agree with me and they say in the comments that they don't agree with me. Does that mean I'm wrong? Are other people going to think I'm wrong? No, no boo. Do you and get yourself out there. And it's fine to be polarizing. Great. Actually, it's awesome to spark discussion. And not everyone has to share your viewpoint because you do what's working for you and what's working for your clients, what you believe in. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. And actually, as we were talking, it made me think like, I think really the root of imposter syndrome is this fear of being outcast by the tribe, you know, fear of being seen as like, oh, you've been faking and, you know, we don't want you to be a part of the tribe anymore. Get out and being like ostracized. And so actually, you know, imposter syndrome, it's not a way for you to protect yourself from being shamed. Mm -hmm. It's actually a symptom of shame. You know, Mm, it's, it's not protecting you from feeling that shame. Every time you feel that imposter syndrome, you're already feeling that shame that you're so afraid of feeling from others. Mm -hmm. So I think, and the way that I pose that question to you is like, you're never you're probably not. And at least for me, you know, I've been continuing to step, 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 step. Mm. I always at every step of the way feel that imposter syndrome. I always feel that little devil on my shoulder or hear that devil on my shoulder. It was like, who are you to teach that? Like, you know, who are you to charge that? Who are you to you know? It's always that, who are you to that language? And yeah. I just have gotten so in the practice of it's like, okay, that's there acknowledging it. And acting anyway. It's like, all right, I hear you. And I have the power to choose to do this. And I'm going to do this. And I do the thing anyway. And most of the time, it's really not that bad. Usually ends up being all fine. When I take that step, all of those negative thoughts and worst case scenarios that played out in that negative self-talk tend not to have actually played out in real life. So Mm -hmm. really 
with the imposter syndrome thing. It's like, you're already feeling when you go into that, that place, you're already feeling the way that you don't want to feel if you take the action. So if you're already feeling that way, why not just take the action? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, look, it is, it is, it's a practice. It is a practice. Like Matt was saying, like every time we do something or we make a change or we create something new or something, it's that like, who am I to? It, it is. It's like that devil on your shoulder. So you acknowledge and you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. That is a practice. There's also a practice of inaction, right? So yeah. what's going to get you further in what you want to do? Listen, and I say this with massive love, you not taking action in creating the business that supports the lifestyle of your dreams is really selfish because you are depriving a lot of other people of the gift of you, of working with you. You are depriving other people of the ripple effect that they, that others around them in their lives can experience. It's really selfish to stay in your fear and just sit there. So think about that. If you, if you're afraid of what people are going to say, you should be more afraid of how people think that you are so damn selfish for not taking action and helping them. Yeah. And it's not even just your clients. That's such a good point, Kate. And it reminds me of one of our clients who they told me that once they left their other job, they said they were on their upward spiral and they said that their partner reflected back to them how much nicer it was to be around them. Yeah. If you are allowing your fear to hold you back from really doing what you want to do, then you're not just depriving those potential clients of the service that you can provide them and the transformation that they need, but you're also depriving the people in your life of your best you. If you're stuck in a soul-sucking job and you're not willing to take the steps necessary to get out of it, you're depriving the people around you of the best you. Because how can you be the best you in a job that you hate? How can you be the best you when your dream feels so far off and you're not willing to take a step towards it because you're afraid? Mm-hmm. So it is selfish. And as crazy as that sounds, it is selfish. Yeah. And if you sit with this like big vision, right? And you just take some time to write it down. Like what does an ideal situation look like where you are helping a client transform their lives? For me, I will continue to reflect back to the story of my client who's sun wrapped around her for the first time. I want that for everybody because <laughs> that's so amazing. So what does your big vision look like for your client's transformation experience? And what does your life look like after that? We recommend our coaches do this visualization exercise and that they tap into it often, that it becomes a practice. We've said this a million times, but what's going on between your ears will affect how you show up, not just like in your business, but everywhere in your life everywhere. So mindset is a practice. It's got to be done every single day, somehow, some way. I have a five minute meditation. That's a visualization meditation from insight timer. I can share it with you guys, but that's a big part of my morning routine. Cause as soon as I get out of bed, Madden's like, mama, mama, mama. So I lay in bed and I listen to that five minute visualization meditation. And I see what my day is going to look like, how I'm going to coach my clients, how I'm going to help them transform their lives. And I'm in it and Mm -hmm. you can do the same. It doesn't have to be anything crazy long. If that's not something that can, you can make time for right now in this season of your life, but hold on to that vision because if you can love that vision and see it more clearly, then your fear 
kind of diminishes, not kind of, it does. Cause you're just like, okay, I see the fear I'm feeling it, but you know what? I see this bigger picture for my life and my client's life. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to push past it and you just do it. And then amazing things happen for your life, for your loved ones, for everybody that loves you, for your clients, for their loved ones. You guys, <laughs> huge impact from just you, from just you taking action. Mm. Amazing. Yeah, I think that's something that we should talk about now. It's like the different ways that people can practice these mindsets. And one thing I love that you said is, you know, you notice when the fear comes up and you decide to act anyway. And I think a visual that we can, that you can start using, especially if you're in the fitness world is if you feel the imposter syndrome and the fear, and you decide to allow that to keep you in inaction, that's like seeing somebody doing a deadlift like this at the gym, you know, like <laughs> shoulders shrugged, backgrounded, just like get that in your head. It's like, do I want to take that action of the person that's doing like a back-breaking deadlift? Or if you decide to act anyway, it's somebody who's got just perfect erect posture, you know, just perfect form and ask yourself, okay, oh, notice it, notice the fear coming up and being like, oh, I have a chance to get a rep. Am I going to get a dog taking a poo rep or am I going to get a nice, beautiful rep. And that right there is a really simple practice that you can start with today. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that we do with our clients is like Kate mentioned, having a visualization practice in the morning for what you actually want and getting the repetitions mm -hmm. in your mind's eye of building what you actually want. That is really important. Getting a good practice of getting your own self-belief up, stepping into the shoes of being the coach who gets their clients get great results, stepping into the shoes of being the coach who can and does charge $500 per month, and just trying that on, like you're acting, just trying it on and just seeing how that person, that version of you acts and acting in that way. Now, for any of you who have any background in theater or acting or anything like that, like this is a really fun thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. Now, that was yeah. a really powerful thing for me personally was like putting that on and acting. Yeah. And Matt, something that you shared a while ago was something about Hawaiian shirts and mm -hmm. why you love them and what that means to you and how that's affected how you show up as a business owner. You want to share that? Because I love that story. Yeah, absolutely. So for me with the Hawaiian shirts, to me, it just absolutely represents freedom. It's like whenever we used to go on vacation, my dad used to chuck on a Hawaiian shirt. I always saw him wearing suits and ties and dress shoes and all that, getting ready to go to work or gym clothes. But then we'd go on vacation and all of a sudden it's like the Tommy Bahamas came out. And so to me, this represents me being the picture of what it means to have a business that's created freedom for me. And the other thing is it kind of makes me feel baller. Like I throw on the Hawaiian t-shirt and I actually wore them all the way through lockdown and the pandemic. Like I'm dressed nice right now. You can't even see my lower half, but like I'm dressed very nicely right now because when I put this outfit on, it allows me to step into being this leader and this business owner that is able to create freedom. 
And yeah, it really helps me step into almost a little bit of an alter ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, I mean, coach, this could be something for you. Like if you, as you're taking on this visualization, use everything, like all the sensory things, right? Mm-hmm. Like dress the part, look at yourself as like, as you would look, if you had this amazing business that you're looking for and how you're coaching clients and how you're guiding them through that transformation. Are there certain things that you would have set up in your home office? Set it up, do as much as you can. Or if you're working somewhere, if you want, if you have a vision of working somewhere else, like you have maybe a rented space, stick it on a vision board and make that your background on your computer or your phone while you're working. So you can envision yourself being in that space. If there are certain smells or things like that, that really jazz you up. Like Matt and I have like this collection of essential oils that we're constantly like smelling or diffusing or something because it makes us feel certain ways. But act as if, and you will be pretty amazing. It's just so incredible how like we are able to do that as humans. Like how we can actually just like change how we show up by doing really small things because we're holding on to that vision. We are so smart. And I feel like we change like at a cellular level, right? And then that impacts the way that we are feeling, the way that we adapt to fear and how we take action. It's so freaking cool. I would love for you guys to start doing these things and then like comment and tell us what you're doing. Snap pictures too, because we really want to like see what, how you look as this six-figure plus, no longer side hustling, full-time nutrition coach. All right, coaches, that's it for today's episode. If you'd like to hear the rest of this training, get access to tons more like it, plus free resources to help you scale your online coaching business, you can head directly to the Online Nutrition Coach Community Facebook group or go to beyondmacros.com slash community to get access. Plus, I'll send you a free bonus training to help you scale your nutrition coaching business without working a minute past 30 hours per week. I hope to see you in the community so I can put a face to the name. I'll see you there. And until next time, much love, legends. Legends.